God, we love you. And we're thankful for this church. We're thankful for our jobs. We're thankful that we have food. We thank you for our friends. And we thank you that there's more. We're thankful for there's more. And this morning, as we talk, I ask that you would stir our hearts for what part we all play in this church. Are we a head, a hand, a foot, a toe, an organ, a limb? What are we, God? What have you put in us? And what do you want us to start doing? From the least to the most. In Jesus' name, amen. How are you feeling? <laughs> so good. So good. All right, we're going to just pump through these guys. Um, we'll make it as clear as we can, which is amazing. Uh, let's go there. Awesome. So uh, just a little recap. Um, we've got our podcast up on iTunes. It's Destiny Church Melbourne. So you guys, we, we really don't want to this year do massive amounts of recapping because we don't want to hit what God's doing on that Sunday. So we'll do enough to just... Ha- remind us, but just want to encourage you guys, one of our um, definitions of healthy families is your uh, personal transformation is you're in charge of you. So we really want to challenge everyone, encourage everyone that, um, yeah, just to, to be in charge of yourself and your growth and your information and, and, and what stuff you're receiving uh, from the church. So there's podcasts available, websites available, there's Instagram accounts, there's, and we'll talk about that later. But um, so just a little recap of week one and week two. Um, our vision forever is presence, health, and influence. It'll be up on the screen. Um, these are the three words that are that, that we that mean so much to us, and we're going to see them outworked. And that's the goal. Um, the goal is presence, health, and influence. And to define that goal, it is building a supernatural culture upon God's presence, presence which causes us to live in love, health, honor, and power as we introduce the world to Jesus every day. So the vision's presence, health, yeah, come on, influence and, um, and defined is that statement. So that's, that's what we're summing up. That's what we want to see every single day, um, which is just um, exciting to us. And then we spoke about there's eight core beliefs. Number one isn't the number one. It's just as important as number eight, um, but there has to be an order because we work with numbers. So, um, so these are core beliefs. These are the filters and foundations in which we do everything. They determine our thinking, transformation, and behavior. When believed and applied, we will see our culture created and our vision become a reality. So these are the, we'll just go through these core beliefs again. Love is our highest goal. We're so excited about that. Second one is living a life of worship. The third one is God is good. Fourth one is God is always speaking. Number five is personal transformation. Number six is uh, healthy families and relationships. Number seven is nothing is impossible. And number eight, God's kingdom is advancing and is being outworked through the church. Lee and I spent a few minutes on each one of those last week. So grab the podcast and the books will be in the foyer at the end. We did a booklet with the vision and core beliefs. There's like 100 scriptures in there. There's, there's about 80 different definitions and how it plays out in the life of the church. So that's our Bible study for the year. Um, it's going to be our men's and women's group thing. It's just awesome, isn't it? So it's going to be great. So um, that was the recap. Um, we're super excited about that. Now, I just wanted to explain, um, just on f- first and foremost, just the way that we're doing our leadership structure this year. Um, 
I'm going to be super quick because this could get boring really quick. But let's just put us just um, just lock in and listen because it's gonna it's gonna explain Lee's in my heart because we're young leaders um, and we've got a young team. So I just want to paint the picture really quick. But just with businesses, organisations, and companies, there are structures in place to see the vision of those companies and organisations happen. It's normal. There's structures, policies, procedures. There's internal management stuff that just gets formatted. There's documents. There's legal documents that that bind and cause all that to be established so that all the parties in a business from the top down with all the levels and layers can actually understand protocol on the way things are done and the filters by which they, they, they play out. Does that make sense? It's no different to a church. Now, our heart is to not be an organization, but rather an organism. We don't want to be so fancy with excellence and structures and procedures that we miss out on his face and his presence, but we value that and love that and walk in wisdom for this property and for the people that we're being given, but it's not ahead of his face, like the soul isn't ahead of the spirit. So knowing that, we, we do, we're in the ACC, which is, used to be Assemblies of God, and now it's Australian Christian Churches, and it's a massive movement, it's a Pentecostal movement, um, Acts 2, that's the foundation, um, and it's a big, over a thousand churches, lots, half a, like 500,000 members across Australia, it's big, it's great, um, and they have a constitution, the same thing I said, like a business does, it just helps. Why do we have it? Because we're people. <laughs> because we've all got opinions and, and things that we do and think and say, but it helps. It helps bring it all in and go, you know what? This is what, this is what we're going after. And just like the ACC, the movement has a constitution, every specific church in that movement has a constitution. And these are just the guidelines, protocols, structures of how the leadership of a church works. And it's all just whatever, but it's important for you guys to know um, that that this is something that we value, that we're not just two loose cannons running a church, but we actually value leadership, we value structure, and we value the movement. Um, even though we're going to look a little bit different, which is great because we need to, but we really value and honour everything that they've done, um, which is really, really important. So with our specific constitution, there's, an, there's a, what's called an eldership model. Timothy, 1 and 2 Timothy, you can read it, what an elder consists of. So we had to come up with a team um, that we felt that we can trust. And it doesn't mean we don't trust those that aren't in it. Um, mate, I'll give you plenty of opportunities to be offended. Um, I will. Um, but yeah, we had to pray through who we wanted that eldership team to look like. So that all that to say that we've prayed through um, an eldership team, which we're calling a core team because el- uh, elders are cool, but yeah, it sounds like old. And I just say we're going to call it a core team, but it's an eldership team with our constitution. So that's great. So our core team, I just want to read out our core team. They're going to be up on the screen, actually. This is our core team. Wow. Can we clap a little bit? Just great photos. Is this GQ magazine? <laughs> no. Uh, so, so, um, so this is, we've been praying through this for a long time. Um, yeah, we, we've, we've had lots of advice from people that we trust. Dan Park has been incredible and he said, make it as small as possible for the first 12 months. And it was, it was challenging because we're praying through all sorts of stuff, but we feel like this is our team for, for the first 12 months. So I want you to pray for us. Um, and, and really, um, yeah, support 
these guys, um, it's, we didn't flip a coin. Um, there was purpose behind it. There was prayer behind it. There was advice behind it. Um, and also, yeah, so we love you guys and we're, we're going to back it. And I'm excited to watch these guys step up and out and grow this year in the vision, the core beliefs and encouraging us as well as other people. And part of the constitution, last time I say that word, um, is in the eldership thing. We're, Everything's got to be legal and we've got to be above reproach and ethical and morally awesome. So we need to have a secretary, which like helps with the finances and the legal stuff because we got 10 acres that's ours. Um, so we've got Jeannie Stevens. Yay. Stepping in. Love you. Um, stepping in into that role as um, core team eldership secretary. So is that, so is that okay? Um, I'm just excited. Like Moses had his 72 elders. He had the 613 commandments and the law. Jesus had his 12 disciples, sent out 72 and all his teachings. We've got this whole thing that I'm not going back into ever again. And we're just excited that it filters down into Destiny Church, how we are, core team, Lee and I senior leaders. We're going to have a leadership team. We're going to have a stack of amazing service team and volunteers. And we're just super excited uh, to get into the year. And we've got some advisors that are going to be, that's the final thing. And, and what we really felt to do is position ourselves with four um, advisors. Because um, we are a young team, Lee and I are young. Well, I'm 37, it's not super young. Um, but we wanted to um, position ourselves with four people around us. So let's go to the next slide. These are going to be Destiny Church advisors. Look at that guy on the end, what a legend. Um, so we've got Pastor Mike, we've, we love him, value him, and he's going to be involved and invested and here and a part of our church. So we wanted him to be an advisor. We've got Pastor Mick Ages, who is a guru of the constitution, legal and finances stuff and welfare program stuff. So we've, we spent five hours with him a few, a few uh, weeks ago. He's amazing. You know Dan Parker from Kingston CC, and we've put Ahab Al-Hindi in, um, just because he's not a senior leader, and we want that aspect and a connection with um, Bethel, which is great. So we are um, loving the fact that these guys are going to be encouraging Lee and I and our core team and our leadership team, and I just think that feels really good to have those guys there as stability and wisdom. Does that make sense? Great. Lee. So with that team, we have a bunch then of amazing leaders who are overseeing a whole lot of ministries and running great departments for us that we're working with. So it's not just Justin and I doing everything, um, but we've got an amazing team. So let's go through. Um, Creche and kids are both growing from only five pregnancies in our church at the moment. So they're just exploding, which is great. And so we're working through the issues with our rooms at the moment with that, which is a great problem, but they're going amazing. Youth, just Justin um, went to uh, America in January. We are currently interviewing four different people for the position, which is awesome. So as a church, so you know, we're going to have a youth pastor, um, you know, middle of this year, second semester come. It's just asking the Lord which path to go down. So we're interviewing, we're going through that journey with them at the moment and just really hearing the Lord 
on who's the right person for us. Um, so we're really excited about that one coming up. 20 to 35 age group. We've got a great team overseeing that. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to jump through. Men's revival group. So the men's revival group Tuesday night is continuing on this year with Jim Vogdanis at Jim Vogdanis' home. So men, if you currently go or you don't go and you want to go, please speak to Jim and uh, he'll give you all the information. And same with the women's revival group, the Tuesday day revival group and the Thursday night. They're continuing. Nolene, if you want to join those groups, please speak to Nolene. These three are our only revival groups this year and I'm going to explain why shortly. Uh, We've got prayer, which Nolene oversees with intercession, worship, which Mitch oversees, Destiny Care, I'm going to stop saying names because I'll miss people. Destiny Care, service team, actually, no, I'm going to keep going, cafe and kitchen. So we have a lot of ministries in church that run on a weekly or fortnightly basis that we can get involved at, that other people are leading, other people are just um, really seeing God move in them, which is so exciting. But here's the big change for Destiny Church this year, which I love because God is good and he gave it to us. This year, all other revival groups and small groups are not happening. Now, that may seem like, but Lee, one of the cultures is healthy families and health and connection. Why aren't you doing revival groups? Because that facilitates that. Great question, church. Because what we're doing this year is what we're calling options. What are options, you may ask? Again, great question. Options are what we're really seeing as uh, people coming together throughout the year, and I'll go through the list if it, you know, in a second, or it might be behind me, who knows, um, is that we come together with a common interest, a common uh, passion, a common whatever it is. And so the goal would be is when you come together on, let's pick one, on a family night, you've already got instant connection because you've got family in common. So it means then you can build relationship with people who are in a similar situation, people that, uh, you know, are on the same kind of journey. And the goal is that this year we're going to build relationships with people naturally at these events called options that um, will help us encounter community, connection, do life with people. Now, you could seriously be in here, and I know we have some church members that are super busy, massively busy lifestyles, and to come to a fortnightly revival group is probably not practical, but to come to maybe three worship nights or three prayer meetings a year, that's doable. But you could also be fully retired and nothing on your weekly plate and go, you know what, I want to come to everything. And you have the option to come to everything. And so what we've looked at is in the course of the year is each of these events are going to run three to four times a year and you can go to all of them or you can go to something that you are really passionate or you love doing and it doesn't matter how busy you are or how quiet you are, you can fit in whatever it is you want to attend to. Does that make sense? The whole goal is that we facilitate personal growth for you guys as a church. You're not children, you're adults. You are responsible 
and we are responsible to create a platform to create opportunities for everyone to grow and be encouraged and to meet people. But you're responsible then for your life to step into that. And that's what we really wanted to do this year is to go, hang on, let's work together hand in hand. So these options, Saturday sessions, you'll hear a bit about uh, shortly, uh, training and activation like street teams. We're going to do training and going out and witnessing and all the rest of it. Open house dinners. This is, I want to do this three times a year where um, hospitality, people with a gift of hospitality. So if you love throwing dinner parties, come and see me after. I've got a team, but if it's something you love to do, three, three times a year, we're just going to have a whole lot of houses open up and you can go and have dinner with people. I just think that's awesome. I love dinner. <laughs> I hope you do too. It's like the best meal of the day, dinner. So, um, yeah, so we'll have that. So uh, you'll have plenty of notice and people sign up. You might say, look, I can have 10 people over for dinner. I'd love that. So we'll have a sign-up sheet. So the first 10 people that want to go to someone's house, they get to go and have dinner and break bread and have a great form of relationship and just connection that night. Uh, we're going to have teaching nights, uh, women's events, worship rooms where people just get together and just worship. I love that. Soaking sessions. So if you don't know how to hear the Lord in worship and stuff, we're putting on these events to, to help teach and train, but just to, to love the Lord and to grow together. We've got conference, phone light conference, prayer meetings, 2035 events, family events, men's events. We've got a range of people in church that are going to be overseeing these nights. Uh, Justin and I will do a couple, but we've got a team around us that are really passionate about certain aspects of um certain aspects of you know different areas that they're passionate about doing so we want to help train them up so that they can flourish and and grow in the areas that they're gifted in and we get to receive from them so I'm really excited about attending certain nights that I'm not running because I get to receive from the leader that's doing it which is great so that is our options and the last thing I want to mention is we have um a new person in position uh, with beautiful uh, with um, pastoral care. So we now have a pastoral care department. So if you feel like, pardon? Oh, yeah, yeah. If you feel like, but I'm not in a revival group. I need someone like how how's the congregation going to be looked after? We've got a pastoral care department. So if you're in hospital, they'll visit you. If you're going through a hard time, there's a team that will actually go out and encourage and support you, which is awesome. And that's going to be headed up by Gail Bridgens, which we are super excited about. Can we just welcome Gail to the team? Which is just great. So and she's going to have a team around her, which is just awesome, of people that care and have time to, to really look after the, look after us, which is great. Um, yeah. Awesome. So good. So, yeah, so each week we're going to be – there's obviously creative ministries are going to be still meeting fortnightly. Um, the men's and women's will most likely meet fortnightly, which is great. The, the ladies and the men that are going to that are consistently going. They've grown so much, so we thought, why? There's no point stopping that. So we're going to be getting up here each week, and we've, we're, we've nearly laid out the whole year with all these options just put in everywhere, including Creative Ministries. Um, our worship and prayer nights will be included in a Tuesday Creative Ministries. So we have an all-church prayer meeting. It'll be on that night, so Creative doesn't have to double up 
um, like the next night or the, the week after. The worship nights will be included in that fortnightly. So we're just, we, we want to think really smart with, um, on how we do it to make it access, the most accessible for you guys. Um, so that's going to be really exciting for that. So we're going to stand up on a Sunday and go, guys, options this week. And there might be four options. Doesn't mean I'm out four nights a week because that's poor management of my life. Um, I might do a teaching night on a Monday night, just so we do God is good for a month. And we talk about that. On a Monday night after we finish that and we feel like the Lord's let, all right, move on to the next one. Um, if we do it that way, then I'll do a recap night on God is good. And just go, hey guys, I'm meeting up at the church Monday night, 7 till 8.30, and we're going to talk about God is good, because some of you might have missed it. So stuff like that, and you can go, yep, I want to come. No, I don't want to. Both answers are great. So options this year, which is going to be amazing. Is that making sense? Excellent. Okay, so we've um, we've heard the announcements and uh, about the options. We're going to talk about guest speakers this year. Um, every guest speaker that we bring in is for a purpose, and it's around the um, building and establishment of the vision. So Chad's coming tomorrow night, which is going to be a cracker. Um, and then coming up um, Sunday, March 18th, Tim Perry is going to be amazing. We all know him, love him. Uh, that's going to be a phenomenal morning, so come along to that. Um, then we've got, we hosted the Bethel Missions team, 22 people. Uh, from Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry in Reading, California. We had 24 last year. I think we've got about that this year. Joanna Finchin, one of the worship leaders, she's going to be leading worship on that Sunday morning, and they're, they're going to be um, yeah, praying. And last year, that was amazing. They, they call, I think they called out Mel and said, do you sing? And they prophesied over Greg. And, and I messaged both of those guys, and I said, because it was phenomenal, word of knowledge, like they couldn't have known that about them. And I said, hey, um, what did you feel? And they both messaged me saying, like, I felt seen by God. And it was just intense. So um, they've been training in that all year and growing in it. So this is their outlet to bless communities. So um, there's 76 teams going to 39 countries all around the world, 1,300 students. No, there's more than that. It'll be 1,800 students. So it's just incredible. So that's going to be their the whole, there'll be half the missions team with us on the Sunday morning. So about 10 students. So that's going to be awesome. We're going to have a, a worship night with them as well, like we did last year. How good was that? So again, that's another option. Come or don't. Um, okay, so we're going to look to the screen now um, for something exciting. Pump it up. The stars aligned to have them both here. How good's that? Super pumped. So they're going to come and they're going to speak into our... um, They both um, love the presence of the Lord. They both see miracles, but their highest value is is how we're doing and how they play out with how we're doing. So we're going to really place some value and time on, on our inner world and how God sees that and how we interact with his presence and influence people all around the um, loving God with all our heart, soul, mind and strength. And we love our neighbor 
as we love ourselves. So Peter and Justin <laughs> will be here. It's so good. I'm so excited. They're dear friends of ours. So Peter's going to be here the week before um, leading worship on the Sunday before Fire and Light and um, probably speaking. We'll get him preaching as well. Yeah, why not? Yeah, um, and then we're going to fire and light the following weekend, and then next weekend after that, we've got Justin um, Stockman who'll be preaching on the Sunday morning, and we might as well have Peter lead worship on that Sunday morning as well. Um, we're going to be selfish um, and not give him out to anyone. No, um, he's going down to Steve Little's during the week, and Steve's actually bringing out Justin and said, "Hey, do you want Justin?" I'm like, "Oh, yeah, I love him." <laughs> um, so those two, it's going to be phenomenal. So you'll be able to register probably from tomorrow night, Tuesday onwards, um, and we'll um, get the red and the money and how you can do that um, uh, for next weekend. And those that did register for Fire and Light, which is meant to be next weekend, because um, two speakers pulled out, um, then that money will get rolled over if you would like it to get rolled over into the next conference. Is that making sense, guys? Yeah. Awesome. So Fire and Light, June 22nd, 23rd. Amazing. Um, September the 16th, we've got Jared Grant, who's the worship pastor of Stairway Church. So he's coming to lead worship and um, we might do a panel uh, with some worship leaders and him included and just talk to him about worship and um, how does that play out in our church and in our individual lives. So that's going to be phenomenal. He's amazing. Um, I'm, this is something I'm super excited about. Um, the next one is um, Seth Dahl. This is, uh, a lot of you probably don't know him, but for me, this is a big deal. Um, he's, he's been a kid's pastor at Bethel Church for, I think, over 10 years um, just phenomenal, phenomenal Bible teacher, um, leads people into encounters with the Lord, like incredible. He preached at um, Bethel one year. Lee just went forward. She doesn't do this. While he was preaching, he didn't call an altar call. Lee just went forward because she just felt God doing something. Went forward and knelt down while he's preaching, 1,200 people in the room, and then people started going forward because she's just a, a brilliant leader. And, then, and the whole room blew up and I was actually scared because I didn't know what to do because it was just, it was wild. So he's just amazing, but he's so calm and gentle and amazing. So we've got Seth Dahl. Now, this is exciting that we're doing. On the Friday night, uh-huh. <laughs> um, on the Friday night, um, we're going to do his passion is parenting. How's the statement of his new book? Win-win parenting, happy parents raising thriving children. Amazing. So he's really good friends with Danny Silk and, and they wrote that book together and we got him doing a parenting kingdom parenting seminar, like intentional parenting, how to bring the kingdom into our home, um, how we can teach them how to make choices and, and be powerful um, and just great, just boundaries, discipline, all that sort of stuff. Um, so maybe follow him on Facebook. You can just press like and you'll see all these clips on parenting, how to discipline your kids without spanking. Um, it, Anyway, I won't go into that, but it's amazing. It's amazing. So Seth's coming on the Friday night, and then we're going to have, um, on that Saturday, um, we, we've got something called the Saturday Sessions, which is just a day conference. So we're only going to do one big conference with a Friday night and Saturday night once a year, and then each bookend of the year, we're going to have a Saturday Sessions, which is just a 10 till 4. Um, Seth comes in, three sessions, worship, and just an intentional time together. So Seth's coming in to do that on October the 13th, three days before my birthday. It's going to be great. Not Aaron's, even though it's the same date. And Brett's. Oh, guys, it's my day. Um, so then on that Sunday, Seth's going to be preaching at our church. So that's just so, so good. Um, so good. 
what am I up to? Events conferences, Lee, you're up, volunteers. Nice. So something that we're really um, keen on is volunteers, which I want to change the name. So if anyone has a better name to volunteers, please let me know because I'm not creative enough to come up with different names. But um, so as I said, we've got a whole bunch of amazing leaders, you know, running ministries and events and all the rest of it. So it's probably 15% of the church are, are helping us lead. But how amazing would it be if like 85% of the church actually got involved and volunteered somewhere? That would be like the whole church being involved. Like how cool would that be? The whole church being involved. Not just like half the church, but like the whole church would be awesome. So that's my volunteer plug right there. The the big heart with volunteering is that we're working together and we're building connection. You could volunteer simply by putting flyers on seats before church because at the moment talking to people scares you. Or you can volunteer with being on the door and, and welcoming everyone that walks in. It could be any spectrum based on where you're at. But I just think it'd be great if we can have everyone helping out, whether it's in creche once a term or whether it's on the stage every week, it doesn't have to look the same. And um, the, the goal would be is that we're building relationships together because I think, I know, like there's so much diversity in this room and it would be so great that all of us stepped into the areas that we're good at in our diversity, in our differences, because I'm not good at everything and you're not good at everything, but we can work together. And um, so that would be our heart. So on each seat is a flyer that would be great if you could fill out. Um, we'll do it again next week. It's your name, email, phone number. That's so we can update our records. Um, and areas of church that I would like to be involved in. And so if you want to get involved in a specific area, that would be great. And if you let us know, then we can follow you up and go, hey, let's make this happen. Or if you want to get involved in the cafe, I can give you details to Joanne and Hillary and say, hey, this person wants to get involved in cafe. Why don't you connect with them and see where they're at in terms of all of that? Because we want to place so much value on volunteers, we're doing a volunteer training. That's not so we just have another night out and to waste our time, but that's so we're all on the same page. Something about this year is we really want to be on the same page. We're all going the same direction. And, uh, and, and, and so we're going to get together um, in a few weeks' time and do a volunteer training night. And if you can't make that time, we're, we're obviously going to have other ones come up. But um, if you want to volunteer in church from just simply handing out buckets for the offering and communion or doing something big, please let us know so that we can um, connect. Is that all right? A couple of urgent needs of volunteering. So here's a couple of urgent. Now, if you're not passionate about this, that's fine. If you're passionate about something else, write it down. But a couple of urgent needs are due to the kids' church growing so rapidly, we need more kids' helpers. We're breaking it up. So if you love the younger age of primary school, you can help in the younger, like prep to grade two or then grade three to grade six. So we're looking at splitting that so that, you know, if you go, oh, I'd love to teach the older kids something, then we can do that. So if you would like to help out, maybe it's once or twice a term, that would be great. Um, Because at the moment, 
we have too many and we have a need. And with that, I'm going to ask Jim Backer to come up the front. Yeah, come on down, Jim. Uh, Jim. Uh, Jim did Kids Church, two, was it two weeks ago? No, last week. Oh, last week. And he, so him and Bianca, they did that. Bianca had the younger kids and Jim took the older ones aside. And in this, just with what he's, oh, you share first and then I'll talk. Yeah. Um, yeah, how important this ministry is for the kids. I mean, it's at the back, it's in the way, but... My heart was when I was talking to Lee and that, that I want them to, I want to train these kids up and bring them up so they can come into the church and actually lay hands and see people healed. That's my heart for them. So I've been cultivating that slowly. And last week we had, um, and this all starts, just bear in mind just a little bit, starts at home. It starts with my kids at home. So we do this every night. We prophesy, give words of knowledge with the kids or, you know, I bring them up one by one and I say, you're going to lead tonight. So they lead us as a family. We close, well, it's true. And we close our eyes and they get interpretations as well. And they freak me out because some of the interpretations are just way out, right? And I want to bring this because it starts at home into the kids at the back here because I love the kids. So my heart is to see them. And it happened last week. I got the kids up. I had the older ones. I split them up. My beautiful wife I had and, and, um, Emily Vincent was there too. And we split them all up and I had the older kids and I said, Hey, I've got something that's wrong with me somewhere. And I just got them to close their eyes. And eight out of 10, I reckon 80% of them got it right. It was my back, my lower back. So, and I got them up one by one. I go, who wants to come pray for me? No pressure. I said, who wants to pray for me? So they started coming up one by one, laying hand and praying. And the thing is, it's substantially improved over the week. I don't get it standing up and moving. If I lie down, somewhere, it goes stiff, I feel it. But that pain is substantially gone. So then we started, then I started elevating this and I said, hey, let's do birthdays. Who wants to do birthdays? So I get him up and do months. So I got him up one by one. And then I said, who wants to, you know, which, what's your birthday? And then I go, what do you think? And boom, they'll get him. They'll knock, someone will get him, someone won't, but they were never, ever discouraged. Not at all. So they were actually fully encouraged and, and actually wanted to keep doing it. So they were actually completely compelled to keep going and going. And it encouraged me and I saw this and I felt a stirring. I actually started tearing because I thought, this is the kingdom. This is God's kingdom on earth. This is what it's all about. It's these children that actually are going to come in here one day and the future generation, they're going to prophesy and give words and run nations. So whatever we can sow and we can do in their hearts, we do and cultivate it now. So I just thought it was... Um, it was marvellous. And also pain, they were praying for each other's pains. Like one of them, I think little Jasmine had a sore neck, so they got her up and I said, who wants to pray for her? They were diligently coming up and touching her neck and just releasing, you know. So, yeah, so I just think it's really, really important. And I just want to share one quick scripture. I think this is important about Jesus. He talked about the little children in um, Mark 10:13. It says, people were bringing little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them, but the disciples um, rebuked them. When Jesus saw this, he was indignant. So he was mad. He said to them, let the children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Truly I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will not enter. That's a big deal. That's a big statement. So he took the children in his arms, placed his hands on them and blessed them. And that's, that's my heart for them. And it really is. And I want to see the kingdom blow out over there and come in here and just completely bring the Holy Spirit in a way that we've never felt through children. Yeah, so, yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Jim. So that's something, the practical working of what God's doing out there and, and teaching the kids about how they can ask Holy Spirit, ask God something and he speaks to them. That The, the topic this 
term is prayer and that they're learning about prayer and hearing, speaking to God and hearing God speak. And it's just so, uh, it's just amazing. Uh, one other thing in terms of kids' churches is um, we're actually asking parents, I know we focus a bit on kids, but there is, a, a, kids are important. Parents, can we please be diligent that the kids don't go on stage? Because there is personal equipment, like the band brings their instruments, and it costs a lot of money. And so, parents, please, I know it's great talking to each other, talking to our friends, but just if, if we can teach the kids that this step is a boundary, and they're not allowed past this boundary, because this is important. Is that all right? So, let's work together in, in, in protecting uh, what we don't own, but other people do. Is that cool? Thank you. Uh, also, if you want to volunteer, cafe, the service team, which used to be called Deacons, we're now calling service team, um, Destiny Care, Audio Visual. These are all areas that currently need volunteers. So if you want to get involved in those particular areas, please speak to me after church because that's really important. So good. Lots of information. We forgot one more speaker. Jen, do you want to put that last PowerPoint up for the speaker? That's going to be good. Love him. So, um, yeah, that's going to be great. Thanks, Jen. Um, You'll find out. We're just working on that one. So, um, yeah, I'll get you the dates when I have them. Um, But that's going to be amazing. And then just finally, um, how you guys can keep up to date. Uh, you can search Destiny Church Melbourne on Facebook. So press like um, on that so that you get all our posts and information. Um, iTunes, you can subscribe so you can listen to the podcasts. And on Instagram, you can click follow and you will receive all that information. Um, so that's going to be great. Let's stand on our feet. Yeah, we love you, God. Yeah, just for a couple of minutes. Yeah, we thank you, God, that you you took so much time and effort and planning with the temple. There were specific people that would build the walls and wrap things in gold acacia wood and the priests with their linen and that they used to wear. There was so much detail in even their garments with the items in the temple, in the outer court, in the inner court, in the holy of holies. There was great detail. There was great structure. There was, there was great planning and organizing. But I thank you, God, that in two chronicles, chapter 5, it talks about how David brought the ark. Sorry, not David. They brought the ark and they placed it into the Holy of Holies. And that was what the structure was designed for. That was the purpose of the planning. It was the purpose of the policies, the procedures, the agendas, the system the leadership structure, the constitution, it was all done so that the presence could be embraced 
welcomed so that he could then blow up, so that he could outwork, so that he could touch, so that he could move. There was a focus and it was about the presence. God knows that chaos doesn't work. Chaos doesn't work. In the, in the beginning, he talks about that the earth was formless and void. It was chaotic. But God came and brought structure. Day one, structure. Day two, structure. Day three, structure. Day four, structure. Day five, structure. Day six, he breathed the breath of God. So God, we value it. But if it's ahead of your presence, like Moses said, I can build a great structure to lead three million people out, but if your presence doesn't come, then forget it. And we're putting our hand up and we're saying, if your presence isn't our most important thing, then I don't want to do this. It's your presence that brings life. It's your presence that breathes on vision. It's your presence that gives ideas. It's your presence that leads people into this place. It's your presence that causes them to be born again. It's your presence that heals. It's your presence that highlights the word of God. It's your presence that fuels and has prayer happen. It's your presence, it's your presence, it's your presence. So as the prayer team come and as we land church for today, let all the information stir us, but let your presence stir us more. As we're, as we're being announced that there's options this year, let us not use options to just, just not even care, but let us go, you know what, I'm in charge of me and I want to grow this year. So this is what I'm going to do. We love you so much, God, and we thank you that you're in us and that you're for us. So if those need prayer, why don't you come forward? For those that want to go and mingle and have coffee, but our leader's going to be saying g'day to people, so you might get introduced today, and that's okay. We just want to develop a culture of meeting new people. So you might go, hey, I'm, I'm Justin. How long have you been coming here? We love you guys and we're excited about next week and the weeks to come. In Jesus' name we shout it, amen.